dead than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Happy Thursday. Hope you're all doing well. First off, I want my thoughts, and I hope will he will get better, uh, go out to Eric Tinkar, who's struggling with pneumonia right now in his left lung. And I'm hoping he'll come out the other end just fine. Get well, Eric. Please, we need you. It's kind of a cloudy day out today, but I think the sun will break through. But hey, what the hey. Well, I want to talk more about urban sandboxes because that kind of fascinates me. Because my, my point is, if you can do a sandbox in a, in a wilderness area or a large area, why can't you do one in a city? And there's a whole book on that, among other things, that I can talk about. And I will talk about that after this. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So, urban sandboxes. All right, we already talked about using a drop box or a drop die drop table or a table, a regular table, to roll on to find out what's in the area. And I want to dip into Vorenheim a little bit more because it is a great, great resource. Zach put a lot of things in here encounters fortunes i searched the body other things like that and just sort of uh, extrapolate on it now okay say you draw a five block area six block area let's make it even and you know the gang bus- the original gangbusters map is good for that because it gives you it gives you an area where like there's a lot of there's a lot of storefronts and things like that that you can do and so, if you do the die drop or the table, as I told you, you can come up with things. You can come up with, with businesses, and then you can go from there. Come up with some NPCs. Come up with some kind of idea of a story. Now, why can't I put a whole adventure in there? Gee, I don't know. Let's try. Okay, you roll a six, you got a six-block area, all these storefronts. Maybe a couple blocks got like a courtyard in the middle. Maybe there's an apartment ha- building there too. You know, you know one of those, store, those apartment buildings that are above storefronts and things like that? You can do that. That's a lot of fun. And you can just, okay, there's a candy store on the bottom. And you go through a hall and you're up in your apartment. You're above a candy store. Or maybe the proprietor lives above the candy store or something like that. You can have all sorts of things going on from stick-ups to thefts to, to you know, people laying siege of the place or something for some reason. If you're doing things like gangbusters, you can always use it as a front for a speakeasy or something like that. Or even better yet, and down the block you got an Italian restaurant. Now, what's an Italian restaurant good for? Oh, a lot of things. You can eat there. You can rob it. It could be the headquarters where, say, 
a mob family meets, a la The Sopranos or Godfather or something like that, or even like Goodfellas. And you can use it at that as that. So nothing ever, nothing, nobody ever knocks that place over because it's too well protected. But at the same time, you know, feds can raid it and things like that. So you got a lot of things going on there. And that's just two, two businesses. Let's go out on the street. Okay. What's under the street? Sewers. Yeah. There's your dungeon. I love using sewers as a dungeon in an urban setting because you are in the city, but you're not in the city. You can get in a lot of trouble going out in the going down the sewers. You don't know what's in there. Somebody may have built a dungeon off the sewers. Somebody may put some giant like creatures in there, like crocodiles or something a little more fanciful. Maybe there's one part of the sewer where there's a, a pit and there's an odiog in it, and maybe they keep odiogs in the city, in certain places to dump garbage, which the Odeog will eat. So you have that. You have thieves' guilds running around in there if you're going fantasy. Or if you're doing... or Once again, I'm going to go back to gangbusters. You can have, you know, they're running booze down there. Call Cthulhu. Maybe you've got a cultist safe house down there that, that the cultists can use. That, you know, that you can either raid or just find or fight or whatever. All sorts of things going down at the, at the sewer, in the sewers. Plus, a lot of the businesses have cellars, which lead into the sewer, directly or indirectly. Maybe somebody broke the hole through the sewer or somebody put a door there or something. So you can smuggle goods, you can smuggle booze, you can smuggle people who are wanted for things they're on the lamb you know and they're trying to get to a safe house or they're trying to get out of town or trying to get to the safe house until they can get out of town maybe there's a transportation system maybe there's maybe the sewer goes out to say say it's a coastal city the sewer goes out to the bay or wherever the ocean that'd be a great place to smuggle booze that'd be a great place to smuggle people Say you've got a white slavery ring that, that they're trying to stop, and that's how they use it to get them in or out with a boat. You know, smuggle them through the sewers, and the next thing you know, boom, they're on a boat, they're going to wherever. So you got to stop that. See, what else? Valuables, contraband, jewelry. You, you can do all sorts of things. All sorts of things. Or maybe you just get hired to go down there and take care of some of the critters that are down there that are getting a little bit out of hand. they got to fix the sewers every once in a while, or at least they should. And they find giant crocodiles down there. They're going to have people go down there and say, will you kill these things for us? We'll pay you. You know, that kind of thing. That's more mundane. And that's the kind of... I like starting games in a mundane way that spiral off into something a little bit more adventurous. So you go down there to kill the giant crocodiles and you find one and you slit open its belly for some reason and you find this gigantic ruby that it swallowed. Now, that croc, it is distinguished from the other ones with a mark or something on their head. Maybe somebody put spray paint or painted something on their head to find it. The person who stole it. The person who wants to give it to 
the fence, the person who has to deliver it to this big, powerful guy. And he had the croc eat it. He was going to kill the croc, find the croc, kill the croc later, and then take the ruby and go, you know, after the heat's died down. And you find it. So now you've got to figure out what's going on. And this guy's going to be coming after you. This guy or the, the big bad's henchman or something like that. So you got a story going there. That's that's a lot of fun. If you could take an established module and figure out a way to do it too, that's even better. Say Castle Amber or I want to say the Horror on the Hill, but that's not. That's like what's it? Um, oh yeah, uh, Salt Marsh. Salt Marsh. Maybe it's a coastal town, and the house is right outside the town. I mean, I I think it's been a long time since I read the module. I think it may be right outside the town. I'm not sure. Put it in town. Put it in town with a instead of the docks, it leads to the sewer where they go out that way. So you got it in the in the city. So there's that. So it's all you know, just. All sorts of things you can do with a sewer, with a city. Uh, above ground, you know, there's always riots. There's always, you know, some skullduggery going on with the police or with anything else. My, the, the steam is coming. The, the, the smoke is coming out of my ears because I'm thinking too hard. So I will just try and back off. And let you guys take it from there. And you know, and these oh, the this, the blocks you put the businesses in, you can link them. Maybe the candy the candy store owner and the say you have a a furniture manufacturer next door. Maybe they're in cahoots on something. Maybe they're they're maybe they're part of a cult. Maybe they're part of a a, a group of the uh, a, a ring that is you know, boosting, boosting cars or just a ring with a bunch of like second story men and jewel thieves where they were in cahoots to, oh, I don't know, you know, take care of the, take care of the goods. They pay, they take it off their hands because they're, because the stuff's probably hot. So there's that there. Maybe one guy's got a problem with his daughter who's dating this guy he doesn't like. Maybe he's a, a rabble rouser around the docks or something like that. Maybe he's a socialist uh, or maybe he's a union worker. You know, he's getting into trouble. Maybe the guy's son's a union worker and he's getting everything into trouble and they're threatened. You know, the, the kindly old man who runs the, the uh, who runs the coffee house down the street. Maybe his son's in trouble with the unions or with the mob. So there you go. There's some more stuff. So go ahead and think about it. Think of the connections. Think of the connections. Put the, do a six, do, take six blocks. Think of the connections. you got a lot of stuff there. And if you do enough of those six, I say six blocks. I'm thinking of the five-room dungeons. I'm going to make it six blocks instead of six room, six, uh, five blocks. You can do a five-block dungeon or a five-block area of the city. But if you do enough of those and you stack them, then you got a whole bunch of adventure, you all kinds of adventure hooks you can do that they can just run in, trouble they can run into. And I, I think I'll talk about this again one more time, probably tomorrow. So I'm going to start, start my day. So you guys, if you want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrogner at gmail.com or 
you can drop a voicemail and anchor. Now, we are monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month. You, too, can help support this program, and I would thank you. Thanks again, Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, and John Allen. You guys are great. Don't forget Dan Gregg's podcast, the Jung, Y-U-N-G, Grognard podcast. And two on anchor, Mark C. Wallrings, The Yawning Owlbear, and John Allen Larges, The Red Dice Diary. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Thank you.